this week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Cancellations. Y'all thought for a second, a millisecond, that Rihanna could be canceled or even minor, minorly impacted by anything? Y'all thought that. You really did. Mm. Pinpointing a minor oversight in the Savage Fenty show uh, allegedly was supposed to get Rihanna in some trouble on Twitter, and um, it didn't. <laughs> Uh, 2020 must really be getting to y'all head. Uh, something ain't clicking. Something obviously ain't clicking up there. So if what you happened? really thought that Rihanna was about to be canceled for quote unquote Muslim music appropriation, girl, stop. Once they twerking to it, I, I saw something about. I vaguely saw something about her. People were twerking the Muslim music, which was offensive. Is that what I saw? I be seeing so much. They were saying that the music, the song was a Muslim song that I guess is kind of religious. So it's kind of like playing gospel. Oh. <laughs> bitches is walking around in G-strings and shit to gospel music. Oh. Uh, so uh, Rihanna came out and gave a full-throated apology like she didn't even have to because... The only people that cared really don't even have Twitter accounts. And I would say, I don't think they're um, going to be getting Savage Fenty. But I mean, like, even still, it's, still offensive. it's still offensive. Just still don't be playing hip-hop music and like, oh, our customers aren't black anyway. Sweetie, sweetie they could still get you popped. <laughs> so, I see how she's like, Who's going to well, pop Rihanna, though? <laughs> I'm, not talk, I'm talking about the people. I'm talking about people who would try with black people. And somebody's like, well, my customers aren't black anyway, so let's just, you know, be but offensive apples, to some that's Charlie Caesar. apples and oranges. It's like regular white person. And then Don't Rihanna. offend any other communities. I think that's what the goal is here. And Rihanna and her brand, she's never, she's like, I've never been that, that offensive girl. So don't just act like I was just out here trying to be offensive or I did something that was to blindside the girls. I apologize. Um, I'm editing. I'm making Amazon take that part out. But you know, I'm sure it's already pirated somewhere, so it'll live forever. But it, it, XO, XO, I'm sorry, Rihanna. And I was like, oh, okay. But I had no clue what that I was like, I'm seeing the apology before I'm really even seeing what the backlash is. About. I, didn't, I saw the apology first. That should tell you something. <laughs> that like, should tell you something. I so, do I, do I want new music from Rihanna? Yes. Am I going to get it? No. Probably not. <laughs> Probably the fuck. She's busy editing not. the Amazon video now. She got to edit it. <laughs> <laughs> but am I ever canceling my subscription to Rihanna? No. I'm sorry. Now, if she just did the sacrilegious thing and, and spoke negatively against Beyonce, then you know I might have to just bootleg her shit after that. But yeah. um I'm not canceling my Rihanna subscription. I'm sorry about it. Hey, everybody else again, they ninety nine. I want Rihanna get hers too. So there's that. And that's why we have uh, problematic hats and shirts, because that might be problematic. <laughs> and I understand that. I just I'm being honest. I'm living in my truth that I'm not canceling Rihanna for shit. I'm sorry about it. I'm not sorry about it. Y- yeah, I'm really not sorry. That's why I, <laughs> I want to tell the truth. I'm not sorry, but I wanted to be nice. So look at that. I was being nice. 
Okay. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> My name. Well, <laughs> I need to listen to her for a podcast. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N, aka the protector of energy, BKA Kamala Harris's gay ambassador. That would be cute. Oh, I you, you don't think I'm applying for the position? <laughs> Shit. Well, in actually, position, I'm, already, I'm already in the position. She just don't <laughs> yet, and that's fine. I don't. I mean, you know, she's got. She's about to run the world. So I, I don't expect her to know my peon ass, but, she, you know, she has a gay ambassador in me, and that's fine. Hey, man. Um, this week's episode is also being brought to you by our partnership with the Black LGBTQ Community Survey. As our buying power approaches $1 trillion in the USA alone, community marketing and insights provides free data to help nonprofits, universities, and organizations better serve the Black LGBTQ community and their employees. Everyone who completes this 15-minute survey by October 30th, 2020, may enter a drawing to win one of 20 $100 gift cards prizes from Apple, Amazon, Etsy, Starbucks, Target, and more. Click the first link in our bio, in our description, not in our bio. <laughs> I'm being on Instagram right now. Click the first link in our description to participate and survey results will be available at cmi.info on December 15th. So we are glad to be partnering with CMI. Uh, if you would like the chance to get this gift card, please click the, the the link in our description. It don't hurt anything. Um, our buying power is important. We need to make sure that our opinions are known. Every time that they come out with these um, surveys and st- statistics of, oh, well, one in six black people think like this and they buy this and they go here and they do that. It never really includes the black LGBT community. And this is our opportunity to be a part of those surveys. Hey, man, come on out. So thank you guys so much to CMI and our awesome, awesome other donors and sponsors. Uh, We could not do this podcast without you. Uh, If you would like to support this podcast, this black gay ass podcast, please get over to our Patreon for at least one dollar a month. You can support this black gay podcast just like our sponsor this week and keep us on the airwaves. We cannot Stay on the necks of our oppressors and speak this gay ass truth without you. So, uh, if you would like to support this black gay ass podcast, please get over to our Patreon right now and uh, wait for some content. We got new content coming to you over there. Uh, we also have new merch out right now that you can get into formation with. So, do all of those things. Hey, Amen. Look at you on a roll today. Come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, a little, you know, took a little rim disavere. Little, <laughs> get a little the injection, little Regeneron in there. You know, <laughs> some little supplemental oxygen. You know, well, I'm you do go to, to the wall to read because you're a veteran, so <laughs> I don't know. I'm ready, take over, I'm ready to take over the world, girl. So you know, come your porch, take off your mask. Okay, I'll, and breathe in and out. 
Anyway, our affirmation. <laughs> I'm gonna get there. Ooh, let me get through it, Lord. Help me give me the shrimp. Our affirmation this week is find the small celebrations in every day, whether it's your favorite piece of candy, rewatching Golden Girls or the Parkers, uh, creating art, nature walks, or throwing shade at old friends with your new friends. Those small celebrations make the day worth it. So find the time to have those celebrations. Hey man, except for the throwing shade at your old friends with your new friends, please keep my friend name at your mouth. No, I don't talk about. They not, if you my old friend, you not my friend no more. I can laugh <laughs> okay. at a old bitch. I don't like her. Failing <laughs> bitch, skinny bitch, sick bitch, all the bitches. It's fun. Be like, you remember when I, I thought that bitch was my friend? You call uh-huh. your other friend and say, remember, it's fun. Damn. It's, you know, Damn like actually, you, oh, mm, I can call you and we can, we can talk about an old bitch right now. But we got a show to do. Anyway, our word of the day this week, W-E-R-D, is Mary <clears throat> Malone, a.k.a. Typhoid Mary. Um, I figured I would make this our word of the day this week because it is ever so present. If you don't know who uh, Typhoid Mary is, she was a cook from um, the early 1900s that killed a whole bunch of people because she was being dumb. So I will read her bio. And you will understand why she's the word of the day. Typhoid Mary was an Irish-born cook believed to have infected 53 people with typhoid fever, three of whom died. And the first person in the United States identified as an asymptomatic carrier of the disease um, because she persisted in working as a cook by which she exposed others to the disease. She was twice forcibly quarantined, twice forcibly quarantined. I want to highlight that they forcibly quarantined her ass. She Mm. was cooking in these people's kitchen and spreading disease. And then they quarantined her ass twice. Mama Mm. came out of quarantine by authorities. And she died after a total of nearly three decades in isolation. Our current alleged president is repeating this history. And I couldn't pass up this irony. We have typhoid married in White House right now. So that's why it's our word of the day this week. What's I want to make clicking? sure. Huh? <laughs> what's not clicking? I was like, because it wasn't clicking with me at first. I was like, oh, okay. I did I ask myself what's not clicking so I can figure it out? <laughs> I was like, well, oh, that's the point. Yeah. We have typhoid <laughs> married in, in the White House right now, walking around spreading fucking disease. In, the, in the back of the Jeep, waving. Spreading disease. What? Like, what how, is in the house? <laughs> it's 10 people. <laughs> It's 10 people around you that got the disease and you looking around like, who? Wh- what? I don't know what happened. Bitch, it's you. <sighs> Bitch, it's you. 10 Breaking people those. around you, 10 people around you got coronavirus and you looking looking around like, what happened? Bitch, it's you. You are typhoid Mary in the situation. And continuing to be typhoid Mary because we don't know who you're infecting right now walking around with your sick ass. Yeah, so how about... <laughs> So what happened on, t- do you know, what happened on TikTok and Kelly and Conway? I think her daughter, you know, her daughter's infamous on the TikTok. That's my last call. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I will leave that alone. But like yeah. Chris Christie got it. Um, Kaylee McEnany got it. It's 10 people that work directly around him. And uh, who else got it? Child? Melania got it. Uh, the baby senators. tested negative. 
three senators. And um, shout out to our friend of the podcast who was on here, who's a teacher. What's our friend name? Patrick. Patrick had said that um, he had re- he quote tweeted where they said um, the Senate is on hold until the girls um, can clear up their own infections. And so he was like, well, why am I teaching in person then? Yeah. If y'all, the senators get to go home, why are y'all forcing teachers to go teach in person? And he's wearing like, and he's wearing like PPE, like he going into the fucking OR to go teach. I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm not joking, bitch. I'm not joking. Literally, he wears like the full N95 mask, face shield, face shield, yeah, gloves, smock, head dressing, everything. In class for eight, for eight hours to sit in class in that shit. Mm-hmm. You got to dress up like you're going to the OR to teach students right now. What the fuck is going on? So typhoid Mary is the word of this week. Uh, I just really he would like, need to be in all them damn costumes. He is the costume. That's a clown. <laughs> it's a clown. Uh, I just would like y'all to disinfect the White House before Kamala moves in, please. That would I would greatly appreciate get, get, it. Get up in the vents because I don't <laughs> want none of the none of the breathing. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, she, they just need to let that. They need to let the cleaning crew go in there and then let it air out for like seven they, days. They don't take baths. You got to put some CLR down in the drains, girl. Get you some um. What the cup? The plump plump. What is it called? You gonna need something stronger than Fabuloso. <laughs> and I love Fabuloso, but I don't, think, I don't think she gonna kill Corona. Well, they just um, approved pine saw, but I think they just did that because all the shelves were sitting there empty and pine saw was the only thing left. So they're like, well, let's just say pine saw work too. Ma'am, I love the power of pine saw, but no. <laughs> but if she ain't never killed nothing. She ain't. She don't even kill roaches. If pine saw don't kill roaches, I know it ain't going to kill coronavirus. Yeah, so Detroit let's, roaches. What y'all was living in Detroit? Listen. Huh? I ain't always lived in this <laughs> lap of luxury. I have never always been this fabulous. I've come from a long way. Come a testimony. I come from a long way. And so I know that when we ran out of roach spray, we would try to kill the roaches <laughs> with other things. I saw one of them. And all you ended up doing was making your house Wasting smell like pine saw. <laughs> so uh moving on, because we ain't gotta go on, on my ghetto journey. We don't. We don't. Memphis ain't no better. The, the, the important part is that location was not my destination. Come on, not the final one. That was not my destination. My destination came a lot closer to here. And you know who ain't got to kill no goddamn roaches with nothing today? Me. Our icebreaker this week is, what restaurant has has the best wings you've ever had? <sighs> I have, still haven't found them yet. Um, I like the way that um, what's that green place, the wing stuff. I like the way that they season their chicken, but the way that they cook it ain't hitting on Jack. Yeah, I don't like that. So either. you got to make sure to tell them like hard. I need you to fry it hard, bitch. And then like Buffalo Wild Wings, okay, they're cool, they're okay. I mean, like we there watching the UFC fight, then I order some wings from there with the group going there, the pregame or after game or whatever the girls doing. I'll go to Buffalo. Okay. But I really think it's gonna be a mom and pop shop somewhere. It's like, bitch, they understand. But I still ain't found that mom and pop shop over here in the bougie part of DC. It ain't over here. So 
I mean, okay, so you can't think of a place in Memphis that had great wings? Mm, well, Dixie Queen had, oh, now, Dixie, Dixie Queen, Queen, a honey hot, a 10-piece honey hot tray would come over one summer, and he would like, I'm sorry about Dixie Queen, you want anything? I'm like, I'm eating off your plate. Don't come up in here. It, nigga, you a nigga like I'm a nigga. We finna eat, bro. So, yeah, I used to eat off his plate and drink some of his little slushy from Dixie Queen. Dixie Queen is good now. Queen was good, and then they had like a menu of five thousand things. I'm like, how the fuck y'all got all that shit back there? <laughs> and people still want to customize it. They're yeah. like, okay, and so can I get a burrito? And then let me get, and then they and ordering, sticks. And then they order an American and Italian. Okay, let me get a pasta. Like, sweetie, your, your total go. You done went to the Italiano. You don't went there. And we don't accept food stamps. And it's on the damn, it's on the menu. Don't ask about no EBT. Well, um, I do also stand Dixie Queen, but there is a um, a spot in Charles, not Charleston, Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, that I would drive two and a half hours to to go and get wings because they were so fucking good. Um, it's called Wild Wing Cafe, and um, I don't know if it's a franchise. Oh, I, I they, went there because they I had a really nice. Yeah, they had a really nice um, setup in there. Yeah, it was like a sports bar. Yes, I took you there. Yeah, that was a really and good you place. You ate wings there as well and clean the I bones. I like that uh-huh. place. I like that place. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Memory badge. Yeah, yeah, I remember there. I've been there twice. I want to say because I remember going again. I was like, oh, I've been here before. That's, that's in my memory somewhere. Yeah, that's a possibility. But I know I know I've taken you there at least once, but I would go all the goddamn time. I would just wait till Friday. It don't even have to be a pay week. I'm going, I'm driving two and a half hours down there and get me a 10 to 15 piece and then splitting it with uh, half lemon pepper and then half um, Parmesan garlic. I know that sounds so ghetto, but it was so Ooh, fucking good. Oh, this sounds so good. I'm like, oh, this sounds good. Lemon pepper wings. You got to get just... you a Fanta or something to go with it, though. Oh, I was drinking beer. Okay, Nigga. okay, okay. Hood. Yeah, there you go. Hood, so um, it, it, I can't think of any wings anywhere else that I, I would drive two and a half hours to go get from where you are now or where you from where you were stationed from anywhere. Year. I wouldn't drive two and a half hours. Oh, no, I'm talking about is it two and a half hours now because you know you no, now it's like I would say you know that luxury now, so I don't it's got to be six, <laughs> six, maybe ah! seven hours from where oh I am gosh. now. So I ain't going no time soon, but uh, I miss them. Hey, babe. XO, XO. Miss no, you. I really miss them. So that is our icebreaker this week. Um, feel free, you guys, if you have some wing uh, places that you want to point out to us. That, Please you know, send them to us anyway, because when the world opens back up, I don't need to have them in my Yelp. <laughs> I need some places to put in my Yelp. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, see if, or see if somebody delivering. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Next day air, FedEx. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'll put them in the oven. Um, moving on our tepid topics this week last week we talked about uh, Savage Bulges and uh, this week one resurfaced uh, and I said resurfaced because the girls got all up in arms about this dick this week and I was like y'all just saw this dick I saw this dick like I feel like it was like 10 years ago when I saw it it was like 08 or something girl yeah it was just an HQ flip phone picture back then Yes. So Tiger's dick uh, made it to Twitter again. 
And um, I guess maybe it's the new Twitter girls that had never seen it. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, okay, that just tells me how old I am. Because I'm like, I know exactly whose dick that is. They didn't even yeah. have to. I didn't even have to. Is that? That's real gay of me to be able to identify his dick. And I don't even know that man. Mm. But the point is, um, I can identify Titus' dick probably more than I can identify sometimes like i know like two tiger songs that i really really like and then the rest i'm like oh this is nice who's that <laughs> and then that song with megan the stallion i need a freak to comb my hair or something he was talking about like that megan verse over the summer that came out i it's on my summer 2020 playlist but i just forwarded to megan's part <laughs> and then after megan part go up i go to the next song i don't listen you to had it a tiger. summer 2020 playlist Okay, because I was like, who had a summer 2020? I don't know anybody that had a summer summer 2020. And the girls were ready to pull out their brush boots already, girl. It was 65 degrees the first day they pulled out their brush boots. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, Wear your mask. (laughs) (laughs) Pull that out. So what had happened was he started an OnlyFans, Tyga. Oh, so innovative. Yeah, groundbreaking. Wow. Groundbreaking. Stop the presses. Uh, I guess the music wasn't selling, uh, or he was bored. I don't even. So what I've heard, because I'm not subscribing to that fucking OnlyFans. What I've heard is he's not even actually having sex on the OnlyFans. It's like the girls on girl type of shit, and like he in the back talking shit, and then it's like a couple of his nudes on the so OnlyFans. And I'm like, myself, and you profiting off of me? Yeah. That's not like, something a black man would do. Yep. Sound very typical. <laughs> Sound like a tiger move. So uh shout out to Tiger and his penis. Um he got 49 posts on here. Subscribe for twenty dollars a month. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. Um, I mean Tiger's penis is pretty. It is, I mean, like I said, it's, it's nice. just attached it's nice. to it, that's the thing for me. It's like it's a nice penis, but look at what it's attached to. Mm-mm. Um so I'll move on <laughs> from Tiger's penis uh to a another alleged celebrity. Uh she feels like she's a celebrity and uh the lie detector test tells me that that's not true. Um, Jeffrey Star got got by the trade, and I'm here for it. Uh, Jeffrey Star is a racist makeup girl from the internet um, that continues to annoy a lot of people. Most people, I think. He has like a niche fan base. Of, I mean, and I, when I say niche, it's, it's still millions. It's still millions of people that follow him and like his stuff, uh, mostly straight women. Uh, but uh, Jeffrey Star, and I guess I should say they because I don't know Jeffrey's pronouns. He, him. So I'm going to be better than he, him. He, him. He, is he, him? Is it he, him? Okay. I, yeah. Hashtag be best. It. Hashtag be best. Um, Jeffrey Star had put this uh, black man on the internet and um, was parading him around as his boyfriend and was like, look, I got a black boyfriend. I'm not racist. La, 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 la. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was only a month, maybe two months ago that we even three got weeks that. Ago? 
I was like, that was three weeks ago, girl. Well, listen, 2020 has been long. It could have been, it literally could have been last it week. It only been one like full moon. Ago. It ain't even been a second full moon since he announced it. And then the full moon ain't came back around yet. So you charge your crystals? <laughs> <laughs> so his uh, ex-boyfriend put out this uh, press release, we'll say that, and said, Jeffrey and I never had sex. I would never stoop that low, nor have sex with a person who is racist and manipulative. I didn't steal anything from him. And the only things I took was the things was, he should have said were, the only thing I took were the things that he bought for me. I'm struggling. I'm not a thief, nor am I a liar. Um, And again, this press release went on and on and on and on and on and on. What had happened was, during this breakup, uh, Trey took a whole bunch of shit out of the house and a whole bunch of money, allegedly. Jeffree Star saying, hey, girl, bring me my things. Um, Trey is saying, it was in the box to the left, and I you took the box to the left. That was mine. These things were mine. You um, told me you was going to pay me to pretend to be with you, and I have the money that you promised me. And now Jeffree Star is like, no, I didn't do, I wouldn't pay anybody. And um, Trade is also saying, girl, I didn't even fuck you. So, (sighs) blessed be kitty girls. Um, Watch out out there. Do not be a Jeffree Star and do not be Trade either because it ain't fun on either side. Uh, Trade do what Trade do. This is exactly what Trade does. I'm wondering if that post was fake because there was a rumor that that post was fake because the profile had. No, it was real, and then he took it down. Uh, because I, the I, I, prof- I literally have it. Yeah, yeah, because there was a there was saying like the 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 whatever it's called. What's it called the username had too many eyes in it because it's a marks i i i, and I think it had one too many eyes in it. But I couldn't I couldn't find where people were saying that it was fake and then it was real. I think. Maybe Jeffrey Star was trying to say that that post was fake because he didn't appreciate what was being said in the post, maybe. But then as the post started becoming popular, then there started being doubt cast upon if it was from a real account or if it was made by one of Jeffrey Star's fans trying to um, Mm. have his back. But yeah, so even if it is true, if it's not true, there was the conversation around being paid $70,000 and all this and so Jeffrey Star was talking about um, that the boy never had a bank account. Well, if he's a professional NBA player, where, I mean, not the NBA player, or I think he was overseas or something like that. So how was his job paying him? Was he not getting direct deposits? Or was he getting a wire transfer? Like, don't you need an account for them to send a wire transfer to? I'm so confused on why the boy would not have a bank account. That's it's shade. So <laughs> that's what it is. It well, is maybe white, because it's empty, it's it might as well not be even valid. So I mean, it's, it's, it's white woman shade. So one, if if he got seventy thousand dollars out your ass, did you give it to him in in singles? <laughs> okay. So I I caught that dog whistle. It's a dog whistle of mm, look. That nigga don't even have a bank account. Hmm. Mm. He don't even have a bank account. Hmm. What I got these bags and though? Your, and your dumbass ain't even got no boyfriend. <laughs> Your dumb ass ain't got no boyfriend. You didn't have one when he was there, and you ain't got one now. Bitch. Um, so, I'm fuck Jeffree Star. <laughs> I'm like, you rolling your neck at me? I'm innocent. 
the energy is directed <laughs> at Jeffree Star. Uh, Again, okay. to create magic, you have to have energy and intention. Come on. Write that down. Um, and I'm not I'm not doing magic classes today. We we got gay topics to get to. Um and I'm gonna say the next gay topic, um probably the most one. Y'all need to make plans to vote. Like you set up your jack dates. You know how y'all set up y'all jack dates? You know, when you have your primary dude that you wanna fuck or be fucked by or dudes that you wanna fuck. And be fucked by. I'm gonna make this very versatile because I don't, you know, it applies. Um, but you got your backup in case you get ghosted by somebody, or in case somebody say, "Oh, well, I gotta go, uh, I gotta go to work, or I gotta go pick up my kid, or uh, the fleet didn't come out right, come on. whatever, <laughs> whatever excuse niggas give to uh, not like fuck right." Whatever flake happens, you're like, okay, well, he flaked, so let me go to backup. Okay. That's how y'all conduct y'all jack dates. So you should vote the same way. You should have a primary plan of, I'm going to vote like this. And if this don't work out, then I'm going to vote like this. I need to make sure that my ballot is cast in and counted. counted. Please. So I know y'all know how to do it because y'all know how to do this with Jack Dates. So do it with your ballot. Do it with your ballot. If you ain't, if you have no plan right now, today being October 6th, October 7th is the day that this will be airing. You have less than a month to get this shit together and get information. I say that because um, there was an article. God damn it. Motherfucker. There was an article that came out and it has been taken down. <laughs> they get you. They, it'd be one every week. It'd be one article. That's okay. That's okay. Cause I got it. I got it. It's up here. Uh, it was an article that came out about the the decisions and cases that Amy Coney Barrett uh, has argued and defended uh, in her legal history as a lawyer and judge. There were three different instances where she ruled against uh, gay marriage and LGBT rights. Uh, instances where she ruled against um, um, Planned Parenthood and women's protective rights. If you think that this bitch getting on the Supreme Court is going to change her mind about these decisions, you are wrong. When she had the minimal amount of power she did the most. So when we give her the most amount of power, guess what she gonna do? More. That's why it's important for us to make plans to vote. Because we don't need to let these things happen. They can easily, I don't know why people forget the way that laws work, because there were times where we, where black people had rights and then they were taken away and then we had to get them back. Like, that's in history where we had certain rights, and then they were like, you know what, take that back from the niggas. They don't you deserve that. Said, all that. men have inalienable rights, and all men are created equal. It didn't include black people. It include black men. Well, yeah, that's, well, that's one. That's the beginning. But I mean, like, I, as far as rights to buy property, rights to vote, mm -hmm. uh, rights to go places, 
those were rights that were given in different administrations. And then other administrations came in and said, you know what? Fuck them niggas. And took that shit right the fuck back. Do you think that they, for a second, would not do that to our gay black asses if they get what they want with the Supreme Court? And then if uh, Typhoid Mary gets reelected? Yes, the fuck they will. Yes, they will. Oh, uh, okay. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I need to listen here for a podcast. <laughs> but no, so my opinions on that. So she was somewhere. Um, oh, I'm clapping mad. So let me stop. I'm gonna tap my fingers together. So she was tap, somewhere tap, tap, saying tap. that um, in the vein of being the understudy of into somebody Scalia, Antonin Scalia, that um, the previous Supreme Court justice who was trash. So yeah. um, she said. As his understudy, she learned that you are supposed to interpret the law the way that it was written at the time that the law was written. Sweetie, if we were still living our lives by the way the laws were written in 1776 and 1881, we would st- where would we be? What kind of man would I be, <laughs> sweetie? What kind of woman would you be? <laughs> and what kind of girl would you be if you did the same? Come on. Amy you see where Cohen I was going with that? Amy Cohn here. What kind of woman would you be if we were still uh, diagnosing the law from the way it was written back in... Child, 1918. Before yeah, Ginsburg was... paved the way for Coneheads like you, Amy Conehead. Yeah, that's a good nickname, <laughs> Amy Conehead. Because I can I keep f- fucking up her name, Coney Bear. I don't know what it is. So boring. I ain't got time. And now this is this the super spreader event where all the girls was kissing and hugging and chit chat and Amy Conehead and already had the virus back in June. You see that? You see what negative energy will do? So you see, you see, that's what negative energy will do. <laughs> you doing something you're supposed to be doing? You should have been at home, sit down. Yeah. Anyway, um, so if, again, uh, make- Kelly and Conway should have been at home with her daughter then, but now she on quarantine and her daughter exposed to home. <laughs> uh, let me get there. Let me get there. Be patient. It's just so juicy, so juicy. I can't. It's so. <laughs> Uh, so make your plans to vote like you make your jacked plans at the end okay. of the day. Because Amy Cohen got to get out. And Typhoid Mary got to go as well. <laughs> and if you're in South Carolina, Lindsey Graham got to go as well. Sweetie, the if black man brought his own divider thing so he won't catch the wrong. <laughs> Was Lindsey Graham? <laughs> Again, energy and attention. That's what I, I feel it because you like, listen, y'all bitches out there been playing games. What you're not going to do is give me the fucking virus. I'm going to. And that's what happened with the, the debate for tomorrow. Kamala Harris's team wanted plexiglass around or, or dividing them. And um, Mike Pence was like, oh, no, we don't. Sweetheart. Donald Trump showed up late and didn't take a, a test when he got there. Sweetheart, what you are not going to do is expect. The next president, vice president, aka well, forty-seven, <laughs> the next vice president and/or president of the United States to coronavirus because y'all out here playing fucking games. So there will be plexiglass tomorrow at the vice presidential debate. So anyway, moving on from that, um, sex work is still work. That's what I'm gonna start off with. That. Take the steel part out. Sex work is work. I'm saying steel work has always been work, but... The oldest profession, girl, before call center jobs, (laughs) sex work. It's been around. Yes. Yes. Um, So, 
this person named Jaguar Wright. Oh Lord. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> yeah. This person named Jaguar Wright uh accused Tevin Campbell um of being a prostitute. And he uh prostituted himself out for drugs and money, money. in the nineties. Down on West Hollywood Boulevard or something, she said. Some yeah. boulevard in Los Angeles. Um, the report goes, um, as a teen, the singer bought us, obviously, the classics, Can We Talk, mm-hmm. Bops. And what's the other one? And I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and he has made it no secret what his battles and his demons have been. Mm-hmm. Um, since you know his career as a child star and um, coming up as a member of the community and all of the things that he's dealt with he's made it no issue so he spilled his own tea he didn't there's nothing for you to expose Tevin Campbell on that Tevin Campbell ain't talked about um, so this person is also uh, someone that worked with Jay Z, Jaguar Wright. I don't even know what her real job is. What's her real job? Is she a producer? I think she had one song with Missy Elliott. You know, Missy Elliott used to always put a yeah. singer on her songs. She, but I think she I had think a song so. with Missy Elliott, and that's all I know. I don't know. She worked with Jay Z, Common, and The Roots. Oh, cool. Um, and she also has recently tried to say that Common was gay, um, and that Mary. So she's got a gay thing. She's like one of these people that anything gay, she wants to talk about it. Because she's she trying said to be that, the expelled girl from Supreme Court, the Queen yeah. Supreme Court. They, I guess she's trying to steal her audience. <laughs> so she said that Common was gay. She said that Mary J. Blige and Alicia Keys were lesbians. Um, and now she's coming out to say that I know Tevin, but we're not friends. Uh, he ended up prostituting himself for drugs and change on Hollywood Boulevard. How does that happen with a gift like his? That's the quote from Jaguar Wright. Um, The more important quote is um, Tevin Campbell's clapback because (laughs) tweet, tweet, tweet. My brother had time. Tevin Campbell said, according to Jaguar Wright, I was a sex worker on Hollywood Boulevard. It's called online defamation. Period. Do. Period. Not. Period. Test. Period. Tevin. Spelled out T. Period. E. Period. V. (laughs) Period. I. Period. N. Period. Do not test Tevin is what that spelled. My lawyer is on deck and I would take that YouTube video down if I were you. I'm absolutely here for it. Tevin Campbell, get her. Get her ass. Get her. Um, I don't know why the fuck this person um, who starts off saying, I don't know Tevin Campbell. If you don't know him, then why the fuck are you talking about him? Why are you, why does whatever he was doing in the 90s or even in the early 2000s matter to you? Because you don't know him. You Were you there buying buying dick or buying ass? How you uh-huh. know? She was probably pegging. Was she pegging? <laughs> what are you doing? Go away from us, whoever you are. I don't 
I assume that she's a producer. I guess I didn't care enough to look up what her real profession is, but she was a singer. Mm-hmm. Not a good know. one. Not a good one then. <laughs> I don't know. Not a good one talking about his gift. What is your gift? What is I your gift? Know. Literally tell know. us. Somebody tell us what, what her gift is. Because it ain't telling the truth. It was a decent song with Missy Elliott, right? Don't she got a song with Missy? Well, if it, if it was decent, it. it was because Missy Elliott was on it. Well, I mean, what is her talent? <laughs> That's what Missy Elliott's talent. <laughs> so, I mean, let's 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 call a thing a thing. So, Jaguar, right? You can go to fucking hell. Um, I hope. <laughs> okay, that was strong. Is that what you said? Is it that I wasn't expecting it? <laughs> oh. No, I, I meant I, that it came out exactly. That's in my notes. That's in my notes. Jaguar, Jaguar, right? You can go to hell. Um, uh, sex work is still work. Uh, I don't give a fuck what his reasoning for whatever he did in the past. He got paid to do whatever he did in the past, and he ate, and he lived, and he's still alive today. And if you are anybody with any common sense, you know that that's what what you do to work. Like you go to work so you can eat, and so you can have somewhere to live and continue to live. If you don't want those things, then you don't go to work. And you be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna live on the street. So even if Tevin Campbell was a prostitute, Tevin Campbell started the OnlyFans like Tiger. So it's okay for Tiger to start the OnlyFans, but is it not okay for Tevin Campbell to do something? It's the gay part. It's the gay part oh, because okay. she ain't talking about no goddamn tiger. She ain't talking about. Uh, he sold millions and millions of records. Why does he get OnlyFans? Do the music, tiger. It's sex work still. The only difference is on his OnlyFans, he's making other people do the sex work, and he's making money. <laughs> <laughs> but Jaguar Wright ain't talking about that because that's a straight man, and she want to talk about gay issues, and she's a straight woman. Don't they always want to talk about gay? Anyway. Um, and I believe she's a straight woman. I don't, I don't know. Like, can we move on you know, from this story? People, as the whole, I just, we're just giving this too much energy, girl. We're just giving this. Too I'm, much I'm, I'm giving it the negative energy that it needs to. So you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta balance the the universe out and be like, you know what? I'm gonna cast your your negative energy out. Get the fuck out of here. Just like we did with Kimberell. Hmm. You see where that's at? <laughs> you see where that's at? Um, last but not least, um. Hmm. In a a week full of irony, I wanted to make sure that um, I braised across this issue. I don't know if y'all know who John Hagee is. Uh, some of y'all in Texas, I know, will know who John Hagee is. John Hagee uh, has a uh, mega church. Uh, these days, those mega churches have multiple locations, so I'm sure that his church ain't even just in Texas anymore. But back when my mom used to listen to him, his church, his his main church was in Texas and he used to do all the televangelical shit. John Hagee is a um, extreme Christian conservative. Uh, he is extremely anti LGBTQ, anti trans, um, borderline racist. He don't say he'd be like walking the fine line of racism. But he don't go too far because he got a lot of black people that listen to him and send in a um they whole check as tithes and offering. Well, uh, 
so he don't fully go there, but mm. um, so that's who John Hagee is. Um, mm-hmm. He's also the person that blamed uh, New Orleans getting hit by Katrina on all the gay people. Oh, yeah, I just saw this story. Yeah. <laughs> He he said that New Orleans was getting hit by Katrina because the um, the decadence event was about to go down. If you don't know, what it's called Southern Decadence. It's a, like a, a small mini gay pride. And so since Southern Decadence was about to go down, uh, Katrina. How do you even know what's on the calendar for the damn gay culture? How do you know what's even on the calendar? Come, come into the room. Come into the room. <laughs> Bitch, get out of our business. What's that thing? The video, you in my business. I don't like that. <laughs> you in my business. And I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why, sweetheart. I wonder why. Because mm. I don't know. I don't know shit going on at John Hagee's church. I don't I know. Tell you, I don't know. Could tell you when the service starts on Sunday. Can't tell you when Bible study is. Can't because you know what? I don't give a fuck. And when you don't give a fuck, you don't go over there looking. I don't give a fuck. So I don't go over there looking. He gives a fuck, and that's why he over here looking. I'm like, what's, what the what the gay boys over there doing in New Orleans? Hmm, why, why you why why you want to know? Why you want to know? Anyway, um, <laughs> what had happened was irony hit his ass just like it hit uh, typhoid Mary, and he got the COVID nineteen. Ta da! <laughs> when you y'all got to mind your business, <laughs> mind your business. Wear your mask. So I just thought it was complete irony. Cover that mouth. These hateful bitches got the shit in the same fucking week. The same fucking week. Mm-hmm. And I'm I I am not gonna say I wish him the best anything evil, but I'm just I'm just not gonna be sad. <laughs> Y'all have been slaying me this week because I'm like, okay, so it's bad that 45 got the wrong wrong, but Y'all are like like openly like wishing death upon it. But y'all are I'm saying like it's because I might do it in a, in a, in a, like a group chat, the, the kitchen maybe. table talk. <laughs> um, but so like I'm like, mm, uh, I mean, I see where you said like 200,000 people have died. They did not have access to 20 specialists they don't have a medevac helicopter that will take them to um to the hospital 10 minutes away via helicopter i was laying on the couch and i literally watched him come out the damn hospital wave wave his arms around get in the car to, to the helicopter go from the car to the helicopter from the helicopter to the house all in a 30 minute time span uh, do you know how many people who sit in waiting rooms in the ER, myself included, for hours on end while he just gets a helicopter to get, walk up there and get what he need? Oh, we got some only 10 people outside of the clinical trial have had this drug. And he's one of them. And who is the other nine people? They were saying, well, they said less than 10 people outside of the trial. So who's these other people who got it? Call, it's, it's probably real billionaires because we know he ain't. Um, so shout out to John Hagee. Um, I don't necessarily wish you a speedy recovery. Um, I what would they like say in the barroom culture, suffer, yeah, suffer, girl. Um, I would like to blame your heterosexuality on the reason why COVID hit your ass. Mm-hmm. 
just like you blamed homosexuality on why Katrina hit New Orleans. So I blame your heterosexuality. Um, I blame you not having a neck. Uh, I blame you not having wrists. Your hands fatly flow directly into your forearms. Um, I blame your seven chins. And so I believe that that's why COVID hit you. Um, And last but not least, uh, execute Ed Buck. Ed Buck is uh, trying to get out of jail. They are uh, denying her a free pass, <laughs> thankfully, at least for now. Um, but she should get the maximum penalties afforded to any inmate in California, and hopefully that includes execution. She does not need to be on this planet anymore. Uh, I'm not a fan, and I do not recommend, but I do recommend executing Ed Buck. So would Amy Conehead recommend that we stone Ed Buck? Because she's if she said to interpret the law the way it was written, I mean, like they stoned girls for hundreds of years. I mean, like girl, it was the eye for an eye back in the day. So are we supposed to go back to that, Amy Conehead? Well, if it's eye for an eye, then we just put uh, a whole fucking syringe full of meth in his arm. This week's episode is presented by the Black LGBTQ Community Survey. For nearly a decade, Community Marketing and Insights, in partnership with the Center for Black Equity, has provided trusted LGBTQ research for nonprofits, universities, and organizations to better serve the Black LGBTQ community and their employees. Your responses to the 15-minute multiple-choice questions will help gather important information about us and supports the initiatives of Black LGBTQ community. Everyone who completes the 15-minute survey by October the 30th, 2020, may enter a drawing to win one of 20 U.S. $100 gift certificates from Apple, Amazon, Etsy, Starbucks, Target, and more. Your personal information will remain secure and confidential as research reports are about the collective opinion of the LGBT community. Click the first link in our description to participate and survey results will be available at cmi.info on December 5th. Uh, December 15th. <laughs> I made it all the way to the last word. <laughs> the song for my soul this week is by Memphis rapper Kia Shine. Now, I will tell you, I'm doing a little fun song this week because last week I hit y'all with the heat with the Keisha Cole album. But um, Kia Shine, the song is called Daddy, okay? Um, what is he talking about? Who knows? Who cares? It's a cute little mid-tempo twerk where you can throw it back um, on Daddy while he call you Daddy and talk about how Daddy can provide for you inside and outside of the bedroom and call him Daddy. So, um, definitely a... a, a uh, mm, it's not a banger. It's a, it's a a, a little midway sum up that you can put up in there. So, Daddy by Keisha, yeah, get that, get that thing, get it. Mm, incest music. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it there. Uh, <laughs> uh, the song for my soul this week uh, is an album. Sorry about it. <laughs> Last uh, week you go tell me that I couldn't have a whole album, but now this then the following week you want to have a whole album. Ooh, black men, I tell you. Well, so when I say the album that I'm talking about, and then you compare it to that album, sure, you go, yourself, make excuses for yourself, sweetie. I'm not. Make it, I'm not. 
the numbers don't lie. This 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 album is diamond. Diamond. Um in nineteen ninety I wanna say ninety five. Okay, yeah. Ninety five. In nineteen ninety five, um Mariah Carey decided to put her heel through our necks, not just on our necks. She put stilettos, pumps in the club on our on our neck and through our neck. With the whole album of Daydream from Fantasy, Underneath the Stars, One Sweet Day, uh, Open Arms, Always Be My Baby. God bless. Uh, I Am Free, When I Saw You, Long Ago, Melt Away, Forever, Daydream, and Looking In. You can play that forward and backward, and there is nothing to skip. The whole album slaps. So it recently celebrated its anniversary, which is why I'm highlighting it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to highlight probably, I love every song on the album, obviously. Um, and so it was hard to pick one. So I'm just going to pick one of my favorites. Parts, bars, lyrics from one song. It says, sorry, I never told you all I wanted to say. Now it's too late to hold you because you've flown far away. So far away. Never had I imagined living without your smile. Feeling and knowing you hear me. It keeps me alive. Alive. And I know you're shining down on me from heaven. Like so many friends we've lost along the way. And I know eventually we'll be together. One sweet day. One sweet day. So again. I'm just I'm just saying, look at the material. Look at the material. What are you here for this week? Shout out to One Sweet Day. That, <laughs> that song really did um, slap. Um, I'm here for it this week. Uh, I was trying to stay up to watch Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live, but um, I only could somehow remember to wake up during I, when Megan was about to perform, so I don't know. So I missed the SNL skit where there was an uh, original song called Bottom of Your Face by Kenan Thompson, Chris Red, who's hilarious, I love him, and then featured Megan The Stallion doing the second verse. Um, it's a song about, um, what what some it was something about Trey wanting us to be um, naked and maskless, inhaling his droplets. And it was it was like a cute play on like COVID nineteen words, and I, I really enjoyed the lyricism there. But I don't think Megan wrote the, the whole song. Um, so talking about men, the guy was like he liked this girl. He's they've done a socially distanced date, and he knows the name of her dog. But what does the bottom of her face look like? And so they found a way to make that oh, okay, cute and funny. It. And oh, so- he was saying. I really want to see the bottom of your face. He was like, what do your teeth look like? And then she was like, well, take that cap off and let's see what their hairline look like. Then he would make another COVID-19 related something about wanting to see the bottom of her face. And then she would be like, well, cut off their beard and let's see their jawline. 
you know, they were going back and forth about dating during the Rona. So it was a cute little original skit, and I'm absolutely here for it. Make sure you um, YouTube Bottom of Your Face, Megan the Stallion, and watch that SNL skit. It was good. I didn't expect it to be as good, but there were problematic parts, according to the people. I think they said the monologue had a problematic moment, and then the opening... The opening skit lasted too long. Like, I swear to God, the opening skit came on. I fell asleep. <laughs> and then I woke up. Right you know about the debate one? Yeah. You fell asleep on the debate? I love the debate. That's the only part I watched. Yeah, I fell asleep. Because I was waiting on um, uh, Homegirl playing Kamala. Yeah, Amy Rudolph. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Not Amy. It's Maya Rudolph. Maya, okay, woo, child. I'm Amy like, Conehead yeah. stuck in my brain. I'm Amy Conehead. Anyway, but also, um, the second thing I'm here for this week, my second thing, I'm also here for all the COVID deniers at the White House. They finally started wearing masks. It was like Donald Trump was diagnosed with the wrong, wrong, and then, like, within hours, they were standing outside of airplanes and things, and they were chit-chatting with each other wearing masks. I was like, what? They could have done this the whole time? Wow, they really could have done this seven months ago and saved a couple lives, a couple hundreds of lives, thousands of lives. So I'm just glad that the COVID deniers at the White House are starting to wear masks. It's really sad that too many of them had to become um, positive guinea pigs or uh, scientific objects or whatever the word right there goes. But I'm glad that they're starting to wear masks because, yes, it's serious, y'all. It's serious. Back when Eric Trump, was it Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend had got it, they were just like, okay, well, we'll just kick her out the circle and we'll keep walking around maskless. Okay, but now y'all trying to go put Amy Conehead in the damn house in the social justice, what's it called? The social? Supreme Court girl. Oh, chill. Words. <laughs> uh, and now and look he ain't even been drinking. <laughs> Pray for them, y'all. Pray for them. Mind that. So I'm just glad that the people at the White House are starting to wear masks, at least part-time. Jesus Christ. What are you here for? Well, I'll stay on the same subject. Um, I'm absolutely here for Kellyanne Conway's daughter, Claudia, for outing her on TikTok. Again. (laughs) Listen, I don't even have TikTok. I don't even know how TikTok things end up coming across my timeline because I don't have TikTok, and I feel like the people that I follow and my friends are too old. I feel like we're too old for TikTok, but apparently not because somebody got it and it's, it keeps coming across my goddamn timeline. And I'm like, okay, this is so fucking entertaining because she aired Kellyanne Conway's ass the fuck out. Again. Like it wasn't even her mama. I was like, <laughs> are you her step? Are you her stepdaughter? Like, did you not come out of her vagina? How, who airs their mama out like this on TikTok? She said her mama was walking around coughing, and now I got the fucking coronavirus. <laughs> First off, Pippa, did you tell her you told her medical business? You told her medical business on the internet. Woo. I can't. I cannot. I cannot. So, first off, you told her medical business on the internet. Two, this is how I know y'all in the white family, because in black families, they say, that's family business. <laughs> and what happens in the house, stay in the house, including coronavirus. <laughs> uh, so I'm absolutely here for it. Uh, I know that uh, Kellyanne Conway has got to at least be disappointed. <laughs> A minimum. <laughs> like, she was, like she was trying to hide it, I guess, for as long as possible. And then her daughter was like, girl, I got to walk around here with a mask. And then, mask <laughs> and then she subsequently still got the shit from her mama. Ain't that a bitch? Mm-hmm. I, done, 
I done dodged this goddamn virus and uh, you know wore masks places and social distance and all that. And where I get the fucking coronavirus at? At home. The living room. <laughs> <laughs> at home. So I guess I, I I understand being heated about that because if I get coronavirus <laughs> at home after all the shit that I've been doing and all the quarantining and social distancing and not going to events and all of that and I come home and get it, bitch. Somebody getting aired out too. I understand. <laughs> I absolutely do understand. So shout out to uh, Claudia Conway for airing her mama out. Um, I'm also still waiting on Savage Fenty to call me for the men's line. Um, I mean, my phone work. My line ain't disconnected. <laughs> my line disconnected. Okay. Uh, but shout out to the big boys that she did pick. So I'm absolutely here for the big boys that she did pick because in the printed material, I only saw one, I think, initially. And then when I watched the actual show, like she had multiple big boys and they were big, proud big boys. They was like, listen, you're going to get this gut. You're going to get these rolls. You're going to get these love handles and you're going to love it. And it's oiled up. She boxes a size 44. Okay. (laughs) That was the. So that was a that was what I'm mad at about the show was everyone was in boxers. I was like, that's not the only underwear. And well, the person was so creative. She was so creative with all of the women shit. Like, mm-hmm. where was the creativity with the men shit? And then when we went to the website, there was I think it was a brief, but it was sold out. Why wasn't nobody doing that? I wanted to see some brief action. Shit. So that was my only complaint for Savage Fenty, the Savage Fenty show. Uh, but I was absolutely here for the big boys. I was absolutely here for the big boy confidence. Um, some of the performances could have been kept. Confirmed. Uh, big Sean, gorgeous as always. Mwah. Hey, Detroit daddy. Um, Miguel looked good and sounded good. He had the best performance, I think. But my here for it was for the big boys. Okay, it's time for our last call. It is. So, again, if you guys are new to the show, uh, please pour yourself a shot of something, of whatever you are medically allowed to drink. <laughs> uh, or legally allowed to drink, because some of y'all is not 21. <laughs> Shit. Uh, and take a last call with us. Cheers. My last call goes out to Spirit Day. Next Thursday, October the 15th, please take the pledge against bullying by wearing purple, using a purple filter on your Instasnap, and use the hashtag on social media, hashtag Spirit Day, to bring awareness to two things from GLAD. One in three LGBTQ youth reportedly reported that they have been physically threatened or harmed in their lifetime um, due to their LGBTQ identity. And 71% of LGBTQ students report hearing homophobic remarks from teachers or other school staff because of their gender expression. And the LGBT youth deserve better. Hashtag Spirit Day on um, Thursday, October the 15th, Wear a purple, use purple filters, use the hashtag on social media. Oh, chill. 
So, yeah, shout out to Spirit Day next Thursday. Um, order you something online right now, and it should come in the mail by Thursday. Okay. That's my last call. Yeah, shout out to Spirit Day. Um, I wish we had, I, I think we had, like, Spirit Day was coming along when I was in high school, but nobody paid attention or cared about it. Yeah. But thank God the kids today at least got it because, girl, bullying is a whole different level when you got Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so my last call is to Lovecraft Country. Uh, I continue to tell y'all bitches, get you your little free trial on HBO Max and watch. watch well, it. right now it's good because if you get 14 days free, you can binge. two episodes left. Yeah, yeah, you can binge all of the episodes. Um, but Lovecraft Country is unapologetically black. Uh, it's black sci-fi, which I love. Uh, it's got magic, uh, and mm, it's got a fine nigga at the center. Mm. Oh, Jesus! Ooh. My husband does not know I would trade him. Anyway, um, what happened this week in this episode um, is why I'm absolutely here for y'all watching Lovecraft Country and catching up because. They uh, showed more of the Emmett Till, well, some of the Emmett Till story. Um, And I don't know why we have not gotten a proper movie or storytelling of this iconic murder. They're remaking Whitney Houston stuff. They're remaking Michael Jackson again. Why? Why do we we need three or four of those? (laughs) Y'all could, y'all could, y'all could not, y'all could have not. Y'all could have not. Instead of what did we do? Uh, Birds of Prey at the beginning Jackson, of the year. They did a Michael Jackson goes on a weekend trip with two other celebrities. I was like, who need, who wanted a, a movie about that? We can stop loving hip hop and do this. Uh oh, budgets different, really baby. Budget, budgets are different yeah. now. Budgets are different. They get paid five hundred dollars an episode. I don't want I don't want the Emmett story to be told on five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What, what else? That'll be. Oh, it's called Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry want to be black? Oh, no, never mind. I wouldn't. Man, does he want to be black? They can film it at Tyler Perry Studios, like they did Black Panther. They can film it in his studios. Now that's his contribution. Okay. They trying to save I'm, on the budget. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's call Ryan Coogler. Mm. Let's call Ryan Coogler and Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett can play his mama because mm-hmm. she played mamas. There you go. Obviously. And it's a that's a great part because her his Emmett Till's mom plays a huge part in yeah, the story of Emmett Till, and um, not to get away from the the main topic of Lovecraft Country, but that's why I, I'm highlighting Lovecraft Country because, uh, like Watchmen did, shit was it last Tulsa. year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess and they won the, they won the Emmy for it. Yeah, so like Watchmen did with telling yeah. a real life story. A undertold story with Tulsa, Lovecraft Country is telling an undertold story of Emmett Till, and um, I think that we should watch and support things like that. So hopefully, in the future, um, the story of Emmett Till can be fully fleshed out and told. Um, hopefully, in a movie format, maybe in like a documentary or docu series. Um, and research for this, like the 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 four things that I did see were kind of like white produced and whitewashed, and not like f- a full theatrical telling of what happened 
to Emmett Till, what Emmett Till was even like before what happened to Emmett Till. Like that's when we when they tell fucking stories about all these other fictional white people, we get to know their whole goddamn childhood all the way up until the important part of the damn movie. So mm-hmm. tell me about who Emmett Till was, what kind of student he was, what his fucking favorite color was. Did he like the streets that he lived on? What did he want to be when he grew up? Tell me all that shit and then get to the hateful shit and then tell me about how them motherfuckers got found not guilty. Tell me about that. Mm -hmm. And then tell me a fast forward to the end where that white bitch came out before she died on her deathbed and said nothing happened to her. Tell me about that. I already know these things, but I want to see them in movie format. Just like y'all put all these other bullshit as stories of movie format. So I'm I'm happy that Lovecraft Country at least took the time and um energy gave more time to it. Energy yeah. and intention to um the story because it is an important story. And um I think it can be lost. Uh I'm sure that I'm sure that, you know, some of these younger kids don't know the story of Emmett Till. And if we don't continue to talk about these stories, tell these stories, then they will be lost because they sure ain't going to no goddamn history books. And Donald Trump want to teach patriotism. Sweetie, sweetie, sweetie. I'm not calling him Donald Trump anymore. His name is Typhoid Mary. <laughs> 45. Um, so, I ain't yeah. giving him that respect, girl. That was an asterisk. We didn't mean to elect him. 45 was We Hillary didn't Clinton. elect him. The electoral Hil- 45 was Hillary. Hillary. Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. Hillary, 45 was Hillary Clinton. That's why he's not 45. <laughs> he's Typhoid Mary. He's out here fucking spreading disease and killing people. And waving and cheesing in y'all face. Girl, get, go away from me. Literally, go away from me with this. <laughs> go. <laughs> Um, that is this week's episode of Here For It Podcast. Um, thank you guys so much. We um launched season two of Here For It Shop. You guys are loving the hats. We've got some hoodies that have that have um gone out the door. Um, we've got some more stuff coming soon. So just like season two, part one. There's supposed to be a season two, part two coming at a later date. Um, and so uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for going to Here For It Shop.com and um snatching those things up. And what else do we have? Hereforitlive.com is a website. It's just mm-hmm. sitting there. Um, mm-hmm. And then hereforitpod.com needs to be updated. Um, I don't know who the web designer girl is. Me. Um, mm-hmm. I need to get on that. And what else I'm supposed to be talking about? Yeah, and make sure you guys are leaving us reviews wherever you listen to podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts if you're there. Um, we love those five-star reviews. And my name is Ronald Matters. Ciao. My cash app is... Uh, dollar sign Ronald Matters. Um, you can send me money on the internet, Ronald Matters at gmail.com. I have Venmo, um, PayPal. I got all those things. So if you're trying to send me some sweetheart, money, sweetheart, sweetheart, open your OnlyFans if you want them to give you money. Uh, if you would like to donate to the podcast, please get over to our Patreon. Yeah, Thank oh, you. yeah, I forget. did I leave that out? Um, here yeah. for it live. I'm here for it. Yeah. Get, on, get, on your, get on your Twitter and beg for money. Get on your Twitter and beg for money. Not, not because Wendy Williams was on our show last week. She was like, yeah, I'm going to use this show to my advantage. That CNN dude I was looking at yesterday. Um, yeah. What's his name? Y'all pull him up. If you're out there, sir, I'm looking. And then um, Norman over there in the corner was like, I think he's married. We're reading his Wikipedia and it says he's married. And then she was sad. I was like, Wendy Williams. <laughs> use her show to get dates. I want to use my show to get money. <laughs> Thank Look, you. 
Love you guys. I am the Superman, T H E E S U P A M A N B K A, the Bachata Banger. And this has been Here for a Podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share with your community. Keep the conversation going. We love talking to y'all on Twitter and or Facebook. Uh, Tell us what you think, and we will see y'all next week, maybe. Bye.